0: This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you
1: enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast.
2: Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. I don't know what episode number. Uh, I I think
1: I'm guessing 23.
2: I think, okay, alright, we'll have to edit that out if you're wrong. <laughs> Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life, I don't know what episode number, I am joined by Rue Madge, hello Rupert. Hey man. How's it going? Good. I said Rupert there because people have, a lot of people have been telling me that they think you're Asian. Oh really? Because Rue Madge is Is there. Rupert
1: an, not an Asian name? Well I don't
2: call you Rupert, I call you Roo Maj yeah, yeah. for the mm. hip hop thing. Anyway, how are you?
1: I'm good. What so, have you been up to? Just looking forward to this. Okay, good. <laughs> Well, was uh, a know. week. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it has been a week. No, two weeks, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and how's life? Yeah, all good. Just yeah. uh, struggled to get here this morning. Did you? Oh, this mm. is.
2: This sounds like an anecdote waiting to happen. Go
1: mate. <laughs> was, London Bridge was shut down. Right. Mm. Um, Closed for a bear.
2: What do you mean London Bridge was shut down? Because I got the train to London Bridge. So mm, it hasn't. But actual... the
1: actual bridge. Oh, the, the actual bridge, bridge. right, yeah, okay, yeah, fine, yeah. fine, fine, fine. Mm.
2: So what did you have to do? I
1: had to come round uh, to Southwark Bridge. Wow. Yeah. So, it was a lot of even, When
2: you said to me you were going to talk about your journey here, I assumed something had happened. <laughs> no, no, that's it. No, it literally just talk about the
1: diversion. Yeah, oh, but it's just an inconvenience.
2: Right, okay. Yeah. Um and that's all your stories for.
1: Well, more um, things might pop up. Um my head. I uh have
2: had two twitter related uh mm. incidents to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Um one um I appeared naked on uh, Asian provocateur, recently. Mm. Oh, right?
1: People generated some memes. It's just
2: fat shaming. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like
1: it's just, just fucking fat shame, Go on, let's let's hear some real well, so, faves.
2: So on this thing, I'm sitting next to the 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 girl from the news channel mm. who's naked, yeah, and is obviously in very good neck, mm. right? And people are going, oh, he's got like, no, the number of tweets I've had that said you've got bigger tits than her.
1: <laughs> I was about to say that.
2: <laughs> <it's> <laughs> just breathtaking. Just oh, I was eating my dinner when this mm. came on. Mm. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, I thought you were. Just a bit unattractive before I saw that, like <laughs> shit like that. Do
1: you reply individually? To each no, one?
2: but I do think that this idea that people uh, are not doing that anymore mm. is misplaced. Yeah. It's, it definitely happened to me. The other thing that happened to me is um, I tweeted Donald Trump. Right, so Donald Trump, who, when this goes out, will either have disappeared or be the ruler of the free world. Mm.
1: Right.
2: Um, obviously he thinks he's going to lose the election. That's why he's talking about it being rigged or whatever. So he said the election's rigged. And I replied just to him. It wasn't an open tweet.
1: (laughs) Go grab a a direct
2: message. Not direct message. He's not following (laughs) me, unfortunately. But I've asked him so many times, follow back, follow back. But he hasn't done. I just (laughs) tweeted him. I'll go grab a pussy, you daft twat, right? Just a fucking stupid thing. Mm. The number of tweets I got from Trump supporters, it wasn't even an open tweet, man. was like straight to him. Mm. Uh, one of them. I'll give you some highlights. Um, why is a terrorist even allowed to post on here? Fucking that was one hell. of them. Another one was, "Go blow a goat, you curry munching fuck." <laughs>
1: Are you telling me you're a vegan? <laughs>
2: Uh, one was, another one was, this is the US, not Islamabad. Why don't you fuck off back there? Jesus. It was like full on, man. Like, it was mad. That's that's my story. Not as good as no, going to Southern Ridge Bridge, is, but... It's falling down. Well, you know, we've got to try, haven't we? This
0: is the bit where we introduce our guest. Huh. BJ Yoda, bring your fat leg tape right here. Star.
2: I am delighted, honoured... To say that we are joined by DJ Yoda. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are you, uh, Duncan? Duncan. Yeah, right? Duncan. It can be. I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here, man. Uh, like legendary DJ, I'd say. <laughs> I know yeah. it's wanky for you to hear. People that, throw
0: around words like legendary, but <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> yeah, but it. this time I'll it's, it, it's yeah. real. Isn't it? <laughs> I came to
2: see you years ago in Reading. And wedding um, story, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm playing in Reading,
0: uh, tomorrow What's today? Tuesday, Thursday night. I'm playing in Reading. How oh, are you? Yeah. Where are you
2: playing? Sub 89. Oh, okay. So it wasn't. I don't know if Sub 89 existed when I saw it. It was years and years. Where ago. would it have been? It was. You were upstairs. Oh, God. Reading doesn't Sub have 90. that many good clubs. I know. I, mean, I can't remember what it was, but I do it know. Was upstairs. I do know. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> it's in but what, one of my mates um, texted me. Don't worry. This story has an okay ending, yeah. right? So he texted me to say, oh fucking hell, Yoda's been shit so far, right? And I was like, and then I said I can't see you he was in a different room like it was, <laughs> <it>
0: was, <laughs> that kind of thing happens a lot I would I'd like good friends of mine that came to see me DJ the other day and they were there for an hour Like, and then they texted texting me like this isn't that good like where are you and they were just in totally the wrong club <laughs> it happens a lot like, you're but a bit that, like must,
2: that must mean there are people wandering around thinking that you're not as good as you are it happens all the
0: time people think you're shit and it's, they're watching the support DJ a lot of people don't know what you like DJing is a bit more kind of faceless mm, yeah. than what you do so people don't necessarily Really even know what I look like, what right. I sound like, they watch the whole thing and they think, oh, that, he was rubbish, or he was brilliant, it wasn't yeah. even me, it happens, yeah, yeah. It happens a lot.
2: Um, well, even like, I remember a friend of mine, like when I was at uni, mm. Westwood came down to do a uni gig, right, and Westwood is not a DJ that hides from, you know, right. like, I, I, I'd assume that everybody knows what he looks like. And one of my friends said, when's Westwood coming out? I said, mate, Westwood, he's literally, like, literally right there. <laughs> just pointed at him. He goes, he's white. Like, he literally just Wow. <laughs> <of> the program, <laughs> dude.
1: Here's a little bit that you like to call. How did you get into
2: hip-hop? So, anyway, lovely to have you on there. Uh, you are a big hip-hop fan. How did you get into hip-hop?
0: Um, <laughs> well, uh, both my parents worked in the music industry. They weren't into hip hop, but uh, they were they were into music. I was—I uh, mean, my dad literally kept his record collection in my bedroom, so I was surrounded by records as a kid. Surrounded by pop music, my earliest music memories were Top of the Pops, and I was into like Stocktaking and Waterman stuff, and yeah. Kylie Minogue and Rick Astley and all that. Um, and then uh, I think around that time, kind of late eighties, there was this kind of hip hop pop crossover thing that happened and you would get bits of scratching and samples in pop songs, and that stuff really appealed to me. Right. Um, I'm talking about things like uh, Climby Fisher. I used to love Climby Fisher. It's massively <laughs> uncool, but, uh, you, know, it's, you know, it's what I got is into. So that love
1: changes everything?
0: But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, By the way, just so you know, remember, whenever, hip, whenever any other alive. music
2: form is talked about, apart <laughs> from Rupert, that's where Rupert really
1: like, gets <laughs> yeah. excited. That's why I'm here. That's when you hear yeah. it's most animated. <laughs> He's into the other kinds of music. <laughs> yeah. I, I like
0: everything. I'm into every kind yeah. of music. Um, Thank you, But Yeah, things like Cold Cut and uh, Bomb the Bass. And, you know, all these things had samples and scratches in. So that's kind of what led me into hip-hop. And then I started discovering hip-hop. And then it was just game over. Like, that was just... I I think from about 1990 to... Yeah, in fact, the 90s. 1990 Mm. to 2000, I just listened to nothing and learned about nothing but hip-hop. If it had a guitar in it, I didn't give a shit. If it had a house music beat to it, I didn't give a shit. I just was... Focus, focus, focus. Pure, yeah. So that that's where my kind of hip hop nerddom area is. Then it got to two thousand. I felt like things fell off a bit, and that's when I started discovering other kinds of music.
2: And uh, that's a, sort of a similar experience for a lot of people, I think, because I was the same. Like, listen to nothing but hip hop, and also only a certain type of hip hop. Like, you know, like it'd be like like East Coast. I remember when I went for a phase, Headford, of backpack, just nothing but, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: just nothing but that, and it I just kind of disappeared up its own ass. It, yeah, uh, in the same way that turntablism did, um, you just you, people get nerdy basically. White people take over and like make it just they just over nerdy it and then it and then it ruins it. It happens time and time, it will happen to like the current the, this kind of hip hop that you hear now that's future, yeah. and you know, it will happen. White people take over and ruin it, and then black people will come up with something good again. <laughs> the thing is, interesting
2: to talk about turntablism, because. You do, yeah. I mean, you. I mean, you did the competitions and shit
0: like that. I right? didn't actually compete. Right. I, I was never into the competing. I like, I have no uh, competitiveness about me whatsoever. I have no desire to prove that I'm better than anyone else because I'm not. A yeah. lot of people are better than me. Um, but so what I did was judge. I judged the DMC oh, World okay. Finals like year after year. So that's no pressure. That feels good. I was a right? journalist. I was basically observing <laughs> and not getting involved.
2: It's sort of. Um, with because the, the thing is with your like your mix the, the mixes that you release and stuff like that there's always a musicality to it that it, I would argue doesn't with turntablism like sometimes you but, you pick up stuff and they sort of lose that it's all about the tricks and stuff like that which yeah. is which is impressive I imagine but it's if not you know how exactly mm-hmm. if you know how it's done yeah. that's impressive but if you don't to listen to as a doesn't thing doesn't sound great yeah, yeah. no, like, like just,
0: the, the key is with that stuff. Like, yeah, but people just got too into being technical and showing off to other people that knew about that and forgetting about the fact that actually what you're doing in the first place, you're DJing, you're there to entertain first and foremost. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that, I'm always thinking about that, like, is this fun? Full stop. Yeah, is yeah. this funny or is it fun? If it's not, I'm not really into it. I don't really like making miserable stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of like, and this is why it's interesting for me to talk to someone like you, I see myself as much as a comedian than as a dj yeah, yeah like it's much i put sets together like that like you build and you just you structure things and create laughs at the right points and yeah, it's, yeah. uh and from the kind of comedians that i know and i know quite a few comedians i see myself more akin to what they're doing right, than right, to right. Uh, i don't know like some other dj well i remember like my mates
2: getting into like one of my friends went through a phase of just buying scratch pickles practice <laughs>
0: tapes right? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
2: like i got all that stuff too yeah, yeah. but it's it's technically amazing but
0: it, you wouldn't put it on in no, the car not, would you it's, it's not, not like, relaxing yeah. music it's not <laughs> you know it's not it's not background music to like have your dinner to or something <laughs> I know it's just fucking, it's um, just fucking you know weird. it's like that stuff is for sharpening your skills yeah um, and I, I've got all that stuff too and I do enjoy it myself as much as I enjoy a bunch of other stuff but for me the point was always like learn to scratch learn to do that stuff to a level where I can then express myself to do other things yeah not just to do that and carry on doing that and carry on doing that and carry on yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. There's people that I know that are way better technically than me, um, but they might not be as successful as the, a DJ yeah. because that's their their interest is just getting better and better and better at doing that. Yeah. But it's not just about that. There's there's other things to do.
1: When did, when did you start DJing from...
0: Oh, like, to... um, I was at school. You know, mm. I worked, saved, and bought up one turntable, then another turntable, and practiced at home. Uh, the first thing, like... I would do is try and record mixes just for my own satisfaction yeah. or amusement, where I would like have samples from my favorite films and TV programs and mm. put them on top of like the beats that I like from hip hop and try and just so that I could hear it all together because I like all this stuff. I want to hear mm. it all in one place. Then I would like copy up those tapes for friends. Then I would start copying like 10 of them, 20 of them, and right. take the tapes to record stores. And then it just grew and grew and grew. Because
2: like your <laughs> version of the A team theme tune. <laughs> it's not like yeah. my
0: fucking favourite thing ever, man. I can't listen to it myself. <laughs> I can't listen to anything that I have recorded. Really? Again, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting because can I, I can't watch. I can't watch. I never watch. Yeah, anything. T-
2: I can't watch it back. Man. Nothing at all. If I've got to for an yeah, edit, yeah, then I'm exactly the do. same. I'll if there's some reason that to... I need to hear it, but yeah, then... but otherwise, yeah. I would mm-hmm. never. Like, I've come back and my wife
0: has been like watching something that I've been, and I said to you, "You've got to switch this off." Otherwise, <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave the house. Yeah, I'm the same. Do you know what I mean? like, I'm exactly the same. I can't can't have my own music playing in the background. But it's just because I hear what's wrong with it and things like you know that A team thing you're talking about. The first couple of how to cut and paste mixes that I did. I did without a computer, right. which, if you like, speak to any DJ that makes mistakes now, it seems insane. I just I used a four-track recorder, so I couldn't adjust, and everything was done with a pause button. Mm. And it wasn't mixed or mastered. All the thi- professional things you're supposed to do with a mix weren't done with that. But it kind of does prove a point that you don't. All that stuff is rubbish. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's not that important. I mean, I guess it depends what kind of music you're doing. But for for my kind of thing, I don't know how important it is to sound professional. I think it's kind of more fun. I'm more uh, true to the source material that I'm using for it to sound like a bit shit quality there, a bit good quality there, all over the place, a bit messy. Because I think that makes it human. Yeah. yeah. And that's like then it really is representative of like, look, I grab this bit off the internet, I grab this bit off a of VHS, I grab this yeah. bit off a of mini disc, you know, okay. and it sounds like that, and I like that.
2: How did you get involved with hip hop connection? Hip hop connection was like the thing that we all like. I mean, it, I remember before I, I was sort of thinking, I remember like trying to find reading other music mags like Mix Mag or something like that and then yeah, have a hip hop hip hop always yeah. awful man yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, those,
0: all those like DJ magazines the hip hop bit is always it's cool. always like people just that one don't dude. actually like it yeah yeah, yeah There'd
2: like... be one guy that they get in like oh Derek Derek likes it <laughs> <laughs> just get him like we had a couple yeah. of vinyls sent in get yeah. him to listen to him and like script. but like Hip Hop Connection was like a, a massive deal right it like, was
0: for years ha- and you know what I, I, I wrote for the magazine for years I had a DJ page where I'd like review mixtapes and all kind of DJ stuff and I did some interviews I went around I've done some random things like Dougie Fresh um, the time that I interviewed him was a, a I'd have probably say as he was a Scientologist so I met him in a church of Scientology and wow. like Wow, he, he rambled about that for ages and I met Roxanne Chante all these kind of like people that you know I looked up to and went to rappers houses in San Francisco and stuff I just yeah. had this few years of doing that and I loved right. it I enjoyed it I think if I hadn't got into making music well, there's no money in that world. You can't, you know, journalism. Yeah. There's no money in it. Well, did hip
2: hop? I mean, hip hop Connection, Was it not even making money at its
0: peak, or was it? I mean, was I have it no just... idea. Yeah. I, I you know, I wasn't in the offices. You know, I just yeah. dealt with the dude via email. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, who knows? I yeah. doubt it is the answer. Yeah, yeah.
1: Rummish, did you ever put use the posters like put them up in your room? Yeah, you? I yeah. did have to all up yeah. in yeah. I email. wrote. Um, my I wrote.
2: I wrote a couple of letters. Yeah. Um,
1: and they Did got they get printed yeah, yeah. What, uh, what do you what write letters about? Is about
0: I wrote Disser. complaining
1: about the DJ page
0: well, <laughs> well, why oh why oh why <laughs> ka must we be continually subjected why Ka-ching. is there no podcast
1: about hip hop uh,
0: yeah. I uh,
2: I wrote um, a letter about the fact that everyone was saying that hip hop is dead mm. uh, hip- the, the <clears> idea <throat> that hip hop is dead has been Hip hop keeps, keeps dying. Hip He keeps dying, and then keeps living again. So you know. Um, so I'd written this letter about it. Yeah. It was such a wanky I've, I think I've lost it now. But I mean, I'm sure <laughs> if somebody found it and showed
0: it to me, I'd be fucking humiliated. But um, <laughs> it was wicked, mm. man. That magazine. Yeah. Like, um, I think the cool thing about British journalism about hip hop is that we're a step removed from it. Yeah. You know, yeah the yeah. other thing that I used to do with with Dan Greenpeace was Fat Lace magazine, which yeah. was a satirical magazine about hip hop. And the yeah. stuff we got away with in that magazine. I mean, you couldn't do that in America because you'd get shot. Yeah. <laughs> but we were in London and yeah. away from that uh, and it gives you the kind of license to be a bit cheeky.
2: Well, I remember like reading HHC and thinking, um, this is great. And then suddenly my news agent started getting the source, Yeah, right? And I thought, wicked, I'm going to get the source because obviously everyone needs to talk about the the mic system, you know the mic review system and everyone and then I read it and it's actually I didn't enjoy it anywhere as much like it's a different yeah. thing it's yeah more, it's more
0: real it's hip hop is a lifestyle for yeah. a lot of Americans yeah um we're in a different position yeah. I know I'm in a different position I'm, I'm in a position of I I kind of recognise the luxury of it I'm just like huh oh, I quite like hip hop I'm gonna like listen <laughs> to hip hop on Spotify or whatever yeah, yeah. it's a different thing if you're like you know maybe if you're yeah. living in a ghetto in America it's not just about you know I how good is this album? It's, yeah. it's a lifestyle. It's much yeah, more. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of constantly aware of that.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, How did you... Um, I've got to ask about this. You do this thing in your live shows, which is incredible, which is where you have video footage as well as audio footage. Yeah. And you cut all of this together. I mean, I... When I can see, I just never, I'd never seen anything like it. It just blew my mind. It's because the
0: the technology didn't exist until I did it. But (laughs) one thing I love about it is one of the first shows I ever did of that, uh, there's this MC that was kind of like uh, introducing me, and then he came on after I finished. And I finished doing the show. It's one of the first times that people had ever seen video scratching on a screen in public. And he came on the mic after after I finished. He was like, oh shit, whoa, I haven't seen nothing like that for a long, long time. That's <laughs> like, well, what did you see a long time ago? It's a dream. <laughs> what did you see like in the 70s that was like that? Um, yeah, I was like always, like I said, had samples from TV shows, movies, yeah. stuff, but audio samples when I was making mixtapes. And then... They brought out these things called DVJs where you stick a DVD in it and you could scratch it like a CD, yeah, and it scratched the, the movie as well mm. as the sound. And I was like, "Well, that's you know that makes perfect sense for what I do. I could have the actual film now, not just the sound from it." Yeah,
2: but the, I think the thing that was amazing for me was, is it wasn't because to do that is you know if you hadn't seen that before it's impressive, but actually it's like you said it was a set. It was a proper set where you felt like you had been like taken through like a. I, I'm, I don't know if you can tell I'm trying to avoid saying the word journey but but, that, but, but like <laughs> journeys by DJ yeah.
0: but it was like that it was a proper like yeah you've got to structure I, I, yeah. I really do think about my sets as far as I can tell from other comedians I know I, I structure my work the same way I come up with a new show every year new material every year yeah. you've got to build it you have a big bit at the end you've got to have a quiet bit in the middle. you know yeah. you, you build it the same way well yeah. I do anyway um, and a lot of those shows that I do with the video like the one that I did last week was at the IMAX uh, I've got this new show which is a uh, history of computer games. Right. So it starts with Pong, and it works the right the way out to, to current day. But people sat down in the IMAX, ate popcorn, and watched me DJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I really love that. I like. I'm in, I'm totally into the whole anything where you can take turntables and DJing out of a club at 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Any other situation yeah, in a yeah. library, on a boat, you know, wherever, just DJ somewhere different. It is mad, isn't it? Because
2: even if you do like DJing, you have to be. You have to be willing to to see it in that environment. Normally, in the yeah. environment of a club, well, I just think
0: that's that's you know, that's a given. It's done. You know, Friday yeah. nights, one a.m. You can find a DJ in a club. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty boring to be honest because people are pissed and you know, it's, it's easy. Yeah. I, or maybe it's I'm speaking from a position because I've done that for years. Like I know how to do that. I can turn up to a club at Friday night at one a.m. Play the songs that people want to hear. They have a wicked time, but it's about well, what next? What else can you do with this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you still get a buzz from doing it when you're at clubs? And stuff? Always. Like, uh, I, might not be in the mood like 10 minutes before I'm DJ and I might, you know, be tired or have a headache or whatever it is. But as soon as I'm actually behind turntables, I'm always good. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'd be happy. You know, I'd, uh, I had a terrible gig. Uh, was it last weekend or the weekend before in Aberdeen? Worst gig I've had in years, actually. But how? But when and, you say mm, worst gig, because I know silence. when I have a worst gig. Yeah. Other bad <laughs> okay, there's two different types <laughs> of bad gig. This, right. this was the bad gig where no one was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fine, and fine, in fine. fact, not only that, I got there, there was about 30 people. Right. Then about 15 minutes into it, most of them were like, nah, nah. Wow. <laughs> they fucked off. <laughs> and then there was about four people there. And then for the end of the set, there was just no one there. And it happens every now and then. It happens yeah. like, you know, that actually hasn't happened for a couple of years. But, and I still had a good time. Because I my time DJing in a club is practice time. Yeah. Honing the set, working out things mm. that work and don't yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. You know what, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't like that week in, week out, but to have one, it's character building. It's got to happen, man. Yeah, I remember uh, Rupert
2: organised this. It was Camden French. Do you remember me and Beckett? Oh, God, yeah. In the
1: day. (laughs) (laughs) He was emceeing. Rupert organised
2: this gig, all-day comedy gig in this pub. I mean, everyone was doing it, weren't they? But so, Rupert's venue, not too bad. Yeah. Right, we're doing this thing, and it was, we, Beckett, Rob, Rob Beckett and I turned up, and Rob Beckett was MCing. And then we didn't know how to start because there was nobody in the pub. <laughs> so like so like so what do you do? So like Hello. <laughs> yeah, so like Me. Rupert goes Rupert goes to Rob. I was just just start and people are coming in <laughs> i not fucking MC in an empty room mate <laughs>
1: just watching just, people slowly filter in it's a bit of a weird I'm one
0: well sometimes like uh, <coughs> it'll be like that in places where I play and I do just start and then people just come in yeah <laughs> so you just got to give it a gentle start exactly. you, know, you definitely don't start exactly. with a fanfare yeah but it's not the same as fucking <laughs> stand
2: up where are you from well, oh mate <laughs> just back. talking with the back <laughs> to the audience
0: <laughs> what i love about my work is the variety the like randomness every week i love traveling every week i love going going somewhere different even if it's somewhere shit i don't mind if it's glamorous not glamorous whatever and then i'm doing different shows every week and sometimes i'm doing a like history of hip-hop av show sometimes i do these kind of best of sci-fi av shows sometimes i'm booked to do a dj set and it's all reggae sometimes i'm booked to do a dj set and it's all 30s music you know, I just I love it just being different every week and I, I, lo- I really appreciate that about my my work. Jesus.
1: I mean, guess you're just doing the same stuff every night, aren't you?
2: What do you what the fuck do you mean by that?
1: <laughs> There's not much variety there. Are
2: you serious? <laughs> <laughs> mix it up a bit.
0: How, how do much, you how much up, do yeah? you mix it up? Do you
2: sometimes do <laughs> a completely different type sets now? The week before.
1: <laughs>
2: if I'm do- no, the truth is if I'm doing the tour, if I'm touring a show, yeah, that's a, that's Then a I'll do that show, yeah. but I will like Go into the crowd, or I'll do, I'll drop bits in. So, for example, um, last couple of nights I've been talking about that Trump Twitter thing, yeah, yeah. right? So, so I will mix up like that. But at clubs, like if I'm going, if I drop, if I do a club gig, then I'll, I, I will just decide based on how it is, do you, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, yeah, or sometimes, yeah, sometimes like you know, you'll turn up and it's a certain type of like if you go and do, I don't know, I if you go and do a jonglers, which is like your sort of um you know, basic comedy club setup, you've just gotta go bang, bang, bang. You know how it's gonna work. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you do mm-hmm. one of Rupert's gigs, do you know what I mean? There are all these wanky
0: kind of avant garde tossers. You've got to <laughs> you, you know, you've got that. to do something. So this is all great promotion. <laughs> I'm doing this tour at <laughs> we'll the moment. <laughs> um I'm touring this Stranger Things uh mixtape that I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I um, asked about this. So what's uh, the deal with it? That's what I'm doing in Reading actually on Thursday. Right. Um and so, so that show's got to be a it's really specific remit. It's like, it's the songs that I played in that mix and then yeah. some other songs that kind of fit into that category. So it really is like, I'm, I've got a playlist that I can choose from. Yeah. Um, but that in itself is different from other stuff that I do. I quite like being given the kind of the task of having to focus it on just that. But um, I'm glad it's only a few dates and that I won't, yeah. won't be doing that year in, year out.
2: Well, I know, I went to see Public Enemy, who, they were just doing the album Fear of a Black Planet. And it was great, because obviously Fear of a Black Planet is a great album. But at the same time, you're thinking, oh, I know what's I coming you're... next. <laughs> <laughs> wonder when this is going to end. <laughs> Probably uh, after the last song in the album. <laughs> Ready to pop the question?
1: Rack your brains, give it some thought, what was the first hip-hop album you bought? Do you
2: remember what your first sort of hip-hop album was that you, proper hip-hop album that you liked, or the sort of early stuff you were listening yeah, to? Yeah, I can
0: probably narrow it down to a few, I don't know about the, the, the single first hip-hop album I bought, I definitely really remember ice Tea, Power, um, Big Daddy Kane, It's a Big Daddy Thing, Salt and Pepper, Salt with a Deadly Pepper, Gangstar, Step in the Arena. So I'm guessing that's they're all around the same era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Daddy Kane. I used to have I used to argue with my mates
2: about this all the time because everyone used to tell me that Rakim was the greatest MC of all time and I was convinced Big Daddy, it was Big Daddy, Daddy is Kane. Big Daddy oh my favorite rapper. Oh my god, yeah. dude
0: it's still my favourite rapper and that album is still my favorite album. Yeah yeah. Let it rain, let it rain, put pain with nothing to gain But you know what? Like this is the, what I have to say about favourite rappers and favorite <laughs> albums. <laughs> it's so much to do with your age. Yeah, I know. And it's anything especially if you're male as well. Anything that you got into when you were 14, that's your favourite shit. Yeah. Full stop for yeah. life. Yeah. And, and you ask any yeah. bloke, like, yeah. what did you like when you were 14?
2: Do you love that shit now? Yes, he yeah. does. And when, whenever people say music isn't what it's like, what, how it used <laughs> to be, it's because... It's not how it was when they like, like how it was when they're fourteen. That's basically yeah. it, isn't and it? And there
0: are fourteen-year-olds now, yeah. Who they're fourteen-year-olds
2: now, they're going to start talking about why can't it be like future?
0: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like future. <laughs> was why, is, shit, why, why is future <laughs> in the past? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's uh, so it, I I totally appreciate that. And even some of my best mates who are into hip hop as much as I am, they might be two or three years older or younger than me. We've got slightly different favourite albums, favourite yeah. rappers for that reason, because hip hop moves fast. Compared to other genres, like yeah. two years, three years makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, so I think that if I was objective, the stuff that's my favourite stuff is not actually the best stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. just there's a kind of rose tinted spectacles thing going. It's the same as Star Wars. Like, my favourite Star Wars film is Return of the Jedi, but that's because I remember seeing that in the cinema. It's not yeah. the best film. I just got better that memories from that. my favourite as well. But, and I get told that I'm scum for that
2: because obviously yeah. the Ewoks are in it and shit like that. I like an Ewok.
1: Expect some more tweets. <laughs>
2: Do you still listen to any... Ice-T, right?
0: Yeah. Ice-T
2: hasn't been talked about much on this podcast. Yeah.
0: I was obsessed with that, dude. Me too. But, I, like, this is this thing that I'm saying about if you're objective, was he actually good? I don't I know, because a lot of the reason that I liked NWA and Ice-T was because they said the F word. I know. Mm. And that was amazing. I mean... Said the F word.
2: There was, like... <laughs> and more. There's, there's freedom of speech where he says you can suck my dick while I take a shit all day yeah. I mean when I was a kid I mean it was just the I most mean, incredible better, thing ever when I you're 14 heard. what better than yeah. to hear someone say that
0: freedom <laughs> of speech that's some motherfucking bullshit you say the wrong thing then like your ass up quick the sec says profanity no airplay they can suck my dick while i take a shit all day think i give a fuck about some silly bitch named boy your pmrc here we go war yo tip what's the matter you ain't giving no dick you bitching about rock and roll that's such a dumb bitch the constitution say we all got a right to speak say what we want tip your argument is weak Center so it's quite difficult to separate myself from that and know was it actually good um, a lot of Ice-T's beats weren't very good. I don't think he chose uh, chose no, his instrumentals right. that amazingly. There are some exceptions. And lyrically, he wasn't amazing. Lyrically, he wasn't amazing, but he had a great personality, and that's a lot of
2: it. Well, that's the yeah. thing, because like, actually, I know that everyone always compares Ice's, right? But Ice Cube, who, I, who was bringing out great records at the same time that Ice-T was sort of at the peak of his powers, I could go back and listen to... Ice Cube's like uh, Death Certificate yeah. and, and an Predator now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And think these are great and I'm, and still enjoy them. Whereas recently I went back to listen to like even OG, which is arguably, you it's know... It's hard to listen. It's t- it is a tough listen. Like I just didn't enjoy it as much. I thought, the like you said, I think it's such a good shout. His beat select like the beat selection is appalling. Yeah. And also just lyrically...
0: Actually, it's juvenile. I mean, when yeah. you look back at it now, you think like, how old was he? And like we thought it was funny because we were teenagers, but you're probably probably a little bit old. Like you should have kind of realised. I bit, know. Bit it's just. It's, um. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, and that early Ice Cube stuff is amazing. That yeah. First, uh, the Kill at Will EP. Yeah. Oh, oh I mean, it's just. That's and it, that, that's a good one. I
2: think it stands up to listening. That that yeah, that is okay. dated really well. And death same with Death Certificate. Too, yeah. I remember like getting the US import of death certificate because it had black Career and
0: no Vaseline. Oh, yeah. amazing. Like, no Vaseline. And you know, and for me, a Jew to enjoy that album, <laughs> you, know, you know it's got to be good. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. Yeah, cuss Jews, whatever, it's
2: wicked. <laughs> but then Ice Cube again, what did he do? Death certificate great, Predator great?
0: Started to fall off there. Lethal injection was and just. All oh over, my God! All over. Yeah.
2: It was done. Was not it from that point forth? Gorillas in so the mist. Gorillas in the mist. Yeah, that, <laughs> what, the is... I've got a nice story about Gorillas in the mist. So what? The lynch mob. Yeah, yeah. the lynch mob. Yeah. yeah so the nice. lynch mob. They did Gorillas in the Good lynch mob talk. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. 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 So the, the, they did Gorillas in the mist, and they did is it Chocolate City or something like that. Anyway, that was terrible. But mm. Gorillas in the mist, the title track from that album, amazing, right? I was listening to it in my bedroom. This is so bad. I was listening to it in my bedroom. I knew the words to it. I rapped the whole thing like I was in the video. Everyone did this, yeah. right? Where you did a rap video in your bedroom. So I did that. Absolutely nailed it, right? Smashed it. Looked to the door. One of my brother's mates has watched the whole thing <laughs> through a crack in the door. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst things that's ever yeah, happened. I song to do that well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, Ice-T, I sort of wanted to like him. I wanted to go
0: back and sit and really enjoy it, but I just didn't as much. Yeah, you know I mean? and uh, and they both fell off. I mean, musically, yeah. I mean, I, try, I was just trying to rack my brain for has Ice Cube done anything good? Mm.
2: No, I went to see. Since. I went to see him and Naughty by Nature. They did like a, a, a doubleheader uh, tour, and they just did the Indigo at O2. And Naughty by Nature just came out and just went bang, bang, hit, 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 mm. hit, hit. Everyone went nuts. Ice Cube came out, opened with straight out of Compton, right? Which is, obviously, you know, everyone went nuts. Hmm. Then he started doing all the bi- and then he said, Who wants to hear some of the, the newest stuff? Yeah. Classic. And then I, I actually. <laughs> Play
0: the old stuff! Yeah, I'm, at- I'm up for going to any gig and <laughs> Play the old stuff! <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of examples of rappers that have stayed good for that long From that era. since the 90s yeah. or got better
2: even? <sighs> I don't know about Get Better, but, like, I'd argue, like, Ferro Monch. Like, if a Ferro Monch album comes out now...
0: You're, was, as, you're as interested in it now as you would have been then.
2: I don't know if as interested, yeah. because I used to get, like... I used to properly jizz, like, <laughs> when... But, like, I'd certainly, like, check it out. I'd certainly seek it out, but I think...
0: How about Doom? I, don't, I mean, Doom fucking... Doom out. is an example. Probably the only example I can think of of someone who has got better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since the '90s, he's always been good. Yeah, but I I think he's as good, if not better, now than he was. Such a great shout! But there's not many. There's not. I can think of a few people who are are like more irrelevant and on a lower level who have stayed good. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like Master Ace, as someone that I've always liked. Listen to any Master Ace album from any period. I think they're all good. Ed O.G. More irrelevant, but (laughs) another another guy who's been good. Yeah, yeah. you know, there are a few like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Are there any other examples of? I can't. Pretty much almost every hip-hop app I can think of their first album is their best album yeah there's very few there's a few that where their second album was yeah I think it's first or second isn't it is, yeah. is normally when it you don't get people whose like fourth album is their best album do you no <laughs> is, and is that only true of hip-hop uh, I don't think so actually yeah yeah that's
2: Yeah, that is a good shout, though, because I remember just really desperately wanting Apocalypse 91 to be better than it was. <laughs> 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 I haven't, haven't revisited that album for a while, actually. It's got some good tracks on it, yeah. but like, yeah, it wasn't, um, what's it got on it? Like Night Train, Arizona,
0: Shut 'Em Down, by the time I get to Shut it, I em Down in... remix, which wasn't even on the album, but that is the best Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, that is, rock. oh,
1: mate. Is that the Pete Rock remix? Yeah, yeah it was uh, Pete Rock remix. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that cool. is
0: an absolutely banging remix mm-hmm. that yeah. does not work in a club. Yeah. Yeah. Is that <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'll try it. Every now and then I'll try it again. It's the best remix of all time? No, it doesn't work in a club. To <laughs> the yeah.
2: pole, because i sold. Took control from the education of a TV station. We look around. There's gold the sound on a record ball, boom and pound When I shut them down, I shut them down. Down, down. I shut them down. I shut them down. Shut, 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 shut.
0: What happens? People just start just, nodding. Yeah, some some of that stuff is a, just hasn't got the energy. It hasn't really got a club energy. It works for that kind of weed smoking 90s good nod your podcasts. head thing. Yeah, yeah, it's good for podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't want to you don't want to have that effect in a club. do You You can't really rave in inverted commas to a Pete Rock remix of Shut Them Down.
2: What about um, what are the best jump ups like? I take it if you play anti-art, the place goes nuts.
0: Yeah, there's a few like that. I get bored of them. I I've have to the, yeah, I, I have to imagine, like yeah. find different versions or something new or interesting or a way to slip them in. There are like a you know, the the absolute in case of emergency break glass yeah. is nine hundred number. Oh really? Yeah, that's the you know, if if all else fails, any environment, <laughs> nine hundred number. <laughs>
2: So the Pete Rock remix of Shut 'em down is a killer, as in Flattener. Are there any th-
0: surprising Flatteners? Any uh, yeah, there's quite a few. I mean a lot in that in the Venn diagram of like <laughs> stuff for the club and stuff I listen to at home, there's only st- some stuff in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, most of the stuff that I'm like it's my favourite hip hop isn't just not club friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like a more kind of mellow kind of hip hop than yeah, yeah. a hyper kind of hip hop to listen to at home but that's probably because I'm in the club every week so you know yeah you just chill of, out. Yeah. yeah. can you Muslims. remember your
1: first set in front of an audience yeah remember the, play- yeah, it the was playlist shit. the it was, it,
0: first of all it was in Golders Green hmm. <laughs> which in itself <laughs> is amazing if you know London <clears> because you'll know that there is no club in Golders Green <laughs> but there kind of is because there's this basement under the bridge that is dreadful I was still at school my mate Damien came down to help me and I played. But he gets him free because did he carry up? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. did all that, and I would then love, I
2: would have loved it. Yeah, that but that was a job I wanted, man. The record carrier. Yeah, yeah. You just get in anywhere.
0: Um, but then this here's what he did to help me whilst I was DJing. He thought he'd take the needle off the record and put the record back in the sleeve because he thought that was the record that wasn't playing. Uh, and yeah, it was the record that was playing. So I was just playing a song and then just the needle lifted up. This music stopped whilst he put the record. I was like, dude, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> Everyone thought it was part of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. And what are you listening to at the moment? Um. I don't just listen to hip hop. I I listen to like as much everything else as hip-hop yeah and there is a ton of hip-hop out there and most of it i don't like yeah but the stuff that i do like i think there is there is there are gems to find yeah um i am halfway through this dram album d-r-a-m I yeah i say it yeah um and i'm really into that i think that's wicked
2: that's just that literally just come out right? yeah, it? Came out this week yeah, yeah. yeah because um uh nihal the um that has been on this mm. podcast, he sent me a picture of the album cover. It's an amazing it's album cover. him grinning with like holding his dog puppy, right? yeah. 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 And he said, you know, if you
0: wanted any evidence of how much hip hop has changed, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you <laughs> would not get that in 1989. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's... The Chance the Rapper album has been my favourite yeah. hip hop album of the year. I oh think that God. is just... It's it, so good. It's stunning. Yeah. Like, there's, some, there's some proper sublime moments in it yeah yeah it's really uh, good I've loved that um, then I'm kind of into this kind of more underground head noddy lyrical kind of world and there's yeah. a few really obscure artists in that world artists that I really good. like uh, I love Rock Marciano <laughs> right yeah uh, there's a guy called Car Ka, K.A.
2: is Rock Marciano the same Rock Marciano that was in flip mode yeah right but he's kind of changed his
0: style up right okay he's become much more kind of alchemist produced oh really you
1: easily squeeze heat from the tuto. blue you go to put a new hole in your culo Kudo, your whole Steve Sudo The 10,000 can't lose, Pudo.
2: I had an argument with him on Twitter he uh, wrote Marciano. Marciano Not an argument Discussion About what Dre's best work was Dre's best work Yeah because he said it was N.W.A.'s second album The um and I think Subjective. it's the chronic I think it's the chronic as well yeah but we had well don't tell him that on Twitter mate. I won't I'll avoid I'll avoid tweeting Rock Marcioni Mar- Mar- Mar-
0: <laughs> now uh, that,
2: but I didn't know I didn't even know he was still doing stuff so I'm yeah sure. he's, I
0: mean he's an example of someone that's got better over time yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of albums that kind of tangentially hip hop but I think the Avalanche's album's really good yeah, yeah. and that's good you know it's got Danny Brown on it who yeah. I like um, I like anything Dooms on I like Run The Jewels yeah I think they're really good um, and I actually kind of, I do like a little bit of Future and of that world, Yeah. but I have to dip into it and I really have to be in the mood. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can point to an album of that kind of trappish stuff yeah. that I love. It is a bit. Um... And I don't like Drake. No. I just don't like him. Actually, I I I can't. There's no exception. I don't. I don't know a song, a Drake song that I like. Yeah, I don't get it. It's weird, isn't it? Because what happens is, is Drake is one of those artists where I'm not.
2: I can't. I'm not into him at all. But my there's a couple of my friends that I respect their opinions and mm. their taste, and they're so into him that I think I must be getting this wrong. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I feel like
0: that sometimes. I'm like, what am I missing here? Yeah, I don't get it. Um, but it's. It's the worst kind of bad for me because it's boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I don't get. It's like, I'd rather be offended by it and yeah. think it was really shit and out there. Yeah, yeah. But it's just dull. It's just, I don't get it. It's yeah. just it's like he's found the lowest common denominator that is going to offend as little people as possible and is coasting by doing that. It just, it feels a bit by the numbers. Oh, that sounds, I'm being a bit
2: harsh there, but it does feel a little bit. There's nothing... There's nothing to it. It just feels quite insubstantial. I like the Mm -hmm. song.
0: It's quite old now. The one with Eminem and uh, Lil Wayne. And I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, look it up. It's a good (laughs) one. Drake's the worst one on it. Last name ever. First name greatest. Like a sprained ankle boy. Ain't nothing to play with. Oh, man. Hip-hop grapes. What do you not like about hip-hop? That. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Hip-hop's got massive. Like Hip-hop is now pop culture. It's everything. Yeah. You can find anything within hip-hop. It's religious stuff, <laughs> yeah. nutters, boring stuff. You know, it's its like saying what do you not like about the world to me because I just yeah. grew up with that and it's too big a thing. Um, so the things that I don't like hip-hop are the same things that I don't like in the real world as well. <laughs>
2: well, it's interesting because like, most of the time when you say to somebody what do you not like about hip-hop and most of the guests that we've had on here have said the misogyny and the violence, right? Mm-hmm. Which... I think is a, f- a valid answer, but I do think, I think that is focusing on one really tiny part of it because we do know I that I mean, there's... how
0: much hip-hop is not... I know, I know. That's how much thing. misogyny and violence is there in hip-hop compared to misogyny and violence in the real world? Yeah, it's exactly. Hip-hop. It's probably about the same. Yeah,
2: but but that's the thing, is that w- people's idea of what hip-hop is, I think their their perception of it is that that's the but, type of th- that represents yeah. it all. Do you know what I mean? And so... And so they're not talking about the other stuff. You know, they're not talking about the backpackage stuff. They're not talking about the, the, the sort of ethereal, different, you know, the, the sort of whole range of it. It's just, um, it feels like that's the ongoing perception. Some of, of
0: my favourite hip-hop songs are misogynistic and violent. Yeah, I mean, that is. And it doesn't mean that I'm a misogynist or a violent man. No. <laughs> Definitely neither of those things. No. Um, I would but like to. There, there are films the that list. are violent that are amazing. <laughs> so there, there can be hip-hop songs that are violent and amazing as well. But um, the stuff that I don't like in hip-hop is just what I don't like in the real world. Boring stuff. People who just aren't original, yeah, you know.
2: And uh, what's your opinion of? We ask everyone this because I've got to be in my bonnet about it.
0: Uh, live hip hop. Uh, have you got the best gigs that you've been or anybody's blown yeah, uh, your way? Uh, I like? kind of my opinion on live hip hop is the same as what i was saying about hip-hop these days there's so much of it that yeah there are some gems to be found but it's probably about two percent of what happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i'll probably just trot out the same names that everyone does because they're the ones that are good at it but you know the roots are amazing live de la soul are amazing live i think kanye's amazing live. um When's it, when did you see kanye live Because, uh, not for a while, yeah. Because I saw, I think it was like the glow in the dark tour that I saw. Can I tell you what I think about Kanye? Oh, yeah, I could could spend a whole podcast talking about what I think about Kanye because this has been a pivotal last year for me with Kanye. I loved him when he came out, I loved all his albums. Yeah, I was a big Kanye supporter. Did you
2: so hold on? You liked. College dropout.
0: College dropout's my favorite. Late registration, you like? That's my least favorite, but I still like it. 8 to 8s and heartbreak? Love it. Love it. You my, love that my probably my second favorite Kanye album. Shit, fuck yeah. get the fuck out of it. Yeah. You That's it? That's your second favorite Kanye yeah. album? Yeah, I stand by that one. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> fine. fine. No, I mean it, I just it works for me. I just think it's uh it's kind of atmospheric in a way and it's original. No one else it is was doing original. that. That is true, yeah. It had a real sound to it, a real clean, amazingly produced, technological but soulful Amazing melodies. The production was wicked. I love the artwork of it. It's a wicked album. Okay, I'm uh, going to listen to it again. Yeah, and then I, I'm going to no, come back to but, you. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, if you're not into the idea of Kanye singing, you're not going to like it. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you, you won't get past that. Um, so um, sorry, you were saying it's pivotal. Yeah. yeah. So I stood by him. I loved it all. I love Jesus even, which was a bit out there. Yeah. But then after that, I'm now suddenly I'm like, I can't stand by this man anymore <laughs> I can't support him <laughs> what it's was the tipping got... point Um I don't know if there's one tipping point it's just everything that's happened yeah the fashion thing yeah mad the, the like dickheadness taken too far yeah the, the Kim Kardashian the paparazzi the bullshit and then I can still stick by all that if he then releases an amazing album but his last album to me was just, uh, has been the worst thing he's done yeah and now I'm like, okay, I can't stand by this anymore. I can't do it. I love his old stuff so much, but I just feel like it's—I don't know what he's on. He's recently come out
2: um, and complained about Jay Z not being a good enough mate to him, hasn't he? Have you seen this? He just talks—he talks, he talks any so amount weird. of shit, it's just so that, that... pops into his head. <laughs> do
0: you know what? It's like Trump. You just yeah. like find some shit to talk that will make people talk about you. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't yeah. matter the morality of it. Just find some shit that people will say oh he said that it's a really funny little soundbite
2: that they've taken from him because like somebody said because obviously Kim Kardashian got robbed recently Mm. and she's like become a relative recluse as a result which is um, obviously not nice but Kanye said um, you know Jay-Z phoned me up and said how you feeling and stuff you know come round see us my kids my kids haven't <laughs> played Our kids me. haven't played together do you know what I mean like just, what really, just call him <laughs> kind of like <laughs> domestic
0: <laughs> kind of
2: suburban we I mean, just
0: fucking did phone him did he do that on his, Twitter it was he, he
2: oh, said, was in an interview actually said it he said it out loud I think just send him yeah. a text I know what the fuck you don't want to come round now what do you do if you're yeah. Jay-Z then you turn up hi mate I saw what you said in... Yeah. Sorry, well, he needs to have a concert. Yet. He needs to, like,
0: book a gig at Madison Square Garden so he can tell everyone, oh, yeah, and Kanye, like, have this conversation in front of 200,000 people. It's um, stupid. He's, yeah. All that stuff is stupid. I don't care about celebrity stuff. And that's what a lot of hip-hop's become. I wonder if he's... <clears throat> the thing is with Kanye
2: is I'm not saying... I couldn't possibly claim to have any insight into why he married Kim Kardashian, but... What I would say is, he's always considered himself as somebody that needs. He's a genius, and like you know, he's this next level thing, and that everyone's going to be talking about him. Him getting into that sort of lifestyle has elevated him above and beyond what his music would have ordinarily. He's hasn't kind it?
0: of born to play that role. Yeah, I kind of get that, but it's, it's just not the stuff that interests me. I yeah. like. Uh, and this is like a really pretentious thing to say but I love the stuff he did before he even had an album out <laughs> uh, but if you listen to all those like uh, demos that he did before his first album there actually tapes of them there's whole yeah. mixtapes I think there's three or four of them all that stuff really raw just loops of soul stuff yeah I don't I never really understand why people thought he was a bad rapper when he first came out there's a lot of talk about oh he wasn't a good lyricist I don't, I don't, and I don't, I don't agree I don't with that yeah. No. Like, like, but now I think he
2: has worked he works less on his lyrics than he used to but yeah, like, but earlier like his flight like his lyrics punchlines, like everything you'd yeah. want from someone I love like. all
0: that stuff and yeah college dropout just never gets boring I listen yeah. to the instrumental version of that album quite a lot just yeah. the beats are just incredible yeah love that plug one plug two
1: guest plugs
2: for you is there anything that you're up to at the moment I mean Ian talked about Stranger Things uh, you're touring that at the moment
0: yeah I am I guess that, I don't know when this goes out It'll be, I don't know, a couple of weeks. Yeah, four weeks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So the tour will be over by then. Oh, okay. Well, and in fact, the last place, is the London Day, which is sold out, so there's nothing to buy. Well, shame on you for missing it Yeah, then, you're all you idiots. <laughs> um,
2: oh, the other thing I want to talk to you about, we want to talk about, is um, you had
0: Carl Donnelly support you. How did this, on tour, how did this come about? So, like, I, one of my tours, I was just... Because I always get to pick who the support artist is on my tour, right? and I'm, I just wanted to try something different. And because of that stuff, I was kind of saying to you before about, like, I really see this big connection between my style of DJing and stand-up comedy. Yeah. I was like, well, let's see if it worked to get a comedian support me on tour. Yeah. Um, so I approached Carl about it. So did you know
1: Carl at this point? Or? Uh,
0: at that point, I only knew, forgotten his name. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> Some dude who yeah. knew him. Right. Yeah. Um, so I watched some of Carl's stuff online. I was like, he could be the person to do this if he's yeah. brave enough. And fucking full respect to him yeah. for saying, "Yeah, I'll try this." Because I think that takes balls, man. To yeah, like, say, yeah. "Yeah, I'll turn up a bunch of hip hop clubs and try doing some stand up comedy. Let's let's give it a shot." And he did it. How did it go? There must have been somewhere yeah. it just yeah. went absolutely. It was fun. mixed. It it was yeah. mixed. And to be honest with you, uh, what we found out pretty quickly is that essentially the more cultured and intelligent a crowd you're playing to the better it worked right 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 so some places he smashed it and then other places that weren't so much like that he was literally oi turn the music back on oh (laughs) god you know really awful and he powered through it and I fucking rate him so much I mean he's the right guy to pick because one he's
2: one of the very best I think Mm -hmm. he's fucking amazing and two he's got that mentality where he
0: wouldn't let it get to him and also he's been one of those punters in a crowd yeah He, yeah. he, he gets going to gigs and that kind of thing and he, he yeah he just understood it on a level where it didn't piss him off he was like yeah fine I'll roll with those punches uh and but the, I think it was worth it I mean I, you'd have to ask him but I think it was worth it for the ones where he smashed it just to like I did it like yeah, I smashed great. it I like, killed it to a crowd before a DJ and those people that were, were people that came out to dance yeah, and yeah. instead they got some comedy yeah um so I, I really respect him for that, and I saw him show in Edinburgh this year as well. Like, Badman times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which has the best poster of any oh, yeah. uh, any gig I've ever seen. I just keep showing that photo to people like who don't know who he is. I'm like, look at this, <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's a wicked picture. Yeah, uh, and it was an amazing show as well.
2: Um, I can admit now to the listeners of Hip Hop Saved My Life that mm. we did do the, this podcast. We don't have Carl on, yeah, and then the one. file got corrupted and we completely lost the whole fucking thing. Oh, so we're going to get him, again. We're going to get him fresh. back. on What yeah. hip hop
0: did he talk about?
2: What did he talk about? Oh, he talked about... He loves Kanye.
0: Yeah, he does. He loves it. It. Yeah. In fact, yeah.
2: everything he said about giving up on him this year, yeah. he's almost in direct opposition to that,
0: actually. Because so. <laughs> he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. thinks it's evasive. Would um, you do
1: that again? Would you get a comedian to support you again? Or uh, if, if I found the right person, yeah. yeah, really? yeah
0: I wouldn't rule it out. Mm. I'd be more up for just trying some other random shit, like a snooker player or an acrobat. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Which sneaker a blur. risotto chef. <laughs> <laughs> Anything,
1: whatever. <laughs> um, listen,
2: thank you so much for coming in, man. Really My appreciate pleasure. it. Nice uh, to be here. Cheers. Right, see you later, Rupert. Bye. See. Bye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.
2: Quince
1: has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.